it is December already and you know what that means. Everyone's getting ready to either do their Christmas shopping, put up their decorations, but a lot of the time we kind of forget the whole idea of our Christmas traditions. I'm so glad to be joined here today by Sean O'Leary, who is a storyteller and a goat herder. Sean, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Kai. It's a pleasure to be here. Sean, you know traditions inside out and to this day you probably follow a lot of them yourselves. I would, I suppose. I was very lucky that my, my parents were 45 years old when I was born. So I had a kind of, um, I had a leg in the, the past world and a leg in the present world. So not only learning about folklore, but living in it. And still to this day, as you say, still keep a lot of those things alive. Mm-hmm. Now, we're coming into the first weekend of December. What can we look out for and what are the traditions that people used to have long long ago? Well, I suppose the big one is the 8th of December because that's the the holiday of the Immaculate Conception when the angel appeared to Mary to say that she was pregnant. Now, don't do your maths about Christmas and the Immaculate (laughs) Conception, but that 8th of December was the big day, the start of Christmas, because people would go to the main town to do their shopping to get the Christmas. They would call the shopping the Christmas. And there was a big lead up to this and making lists and everybody's heart desire was put in the list, you know, what they wanted, what they they'd also be like they'd be getting toys, they'd be getting food, they would also be getting clothes if they could, or else they would be getting fabric or material to make the clothes as well. For Christmas morning? For Christmas morning. So there would be a big, like, a, it would be great to have the, the coat for Christmas, you know, in the winter. Mm-hmm. And boots as well were very important. Mm-hmm. And so just shining your shoes mm-hmm. as well was a big thing. That was a huge, important thing. And I've been asking around, and it's really interesting that um, I presume it's just different families in different circumstances dictate who went to town for the shopping. So if you had a young family, it seemed to be either the mother and the father went and they had the list. A lot of women um, would go themselves and do the shopping. They wouldn't trust the man to do the shopping. (laughs) I think that's still the case sometimes. I think so. I think just uh, (laughs) And then sometimes the man would go, but then there would be... um, I think there would always be trouble if the man went because A, he could go drinking... And not bring home everything. And there was a story um, of my dad went to town one time to get the Christmas and was trying to get a very important uh, present for for my sister Noreen and was in the shop closed by the time he got around to going. And there oh, was, there must have been war. There was war, but it got, got sorted in the end. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how maybe somebody had to go in the next day. But it was a big trip. It was a big... Because they wouldn't be going to those towns very often. And everything was kind of make-do as well. So you'd probably go in September um, to do, you know, to do a bit of shopping. But you wouldn't be going then until Christmas because it was, that's when everything was brought. Well, like when you see now, like people have started their Christmas shopping since, I suppose, the the beginning of November. Because these Black Friday sales Mm -hmm. have been starting since then. So it takes the the joy of having that one day in the month to go out. And I suppose that's... A lot of people say, oh, the 8th of December is the Colchis Day to go to Dublin and stuff. Yes. You know, so I suppose it's nice to keep that. It is. It's very important that that's your day of starting. And as well, um, of course, like say, Carsmeen would be my main town to go to. And then if you have people outside Killarney, then like the catchment area. And slowly, slowly, 
people from here would go to Dublin on the 8th of December and mm. during the Celtic Tiger there was people going to New York for the 8th <laughs> of December and they were travelling off but as well I think what was very important as well with the 8th of December um, food and keeping food and stuff like that they probably didn't have fridges back then mm. so they had to be very careful and practical about what food they got and keeping it as well. Well, I suppose as well, another thing that you'd have to prepare before December was the Christmas puddings and the Christmas cakes. And that's one question I have for for our listeners is, how do they get the ingredients for the Christmas puddings and the cakes? Because I'm sure they would almost be made beforehand. They'd be made, they wouldn't be made on, like after the 8th. Yeah. So did somebody go to town for those as well? Or was it separate? And if people can remember or have people who know who can remember that would be a great thing to find out definitely and yeah. anyway if anyone has like any secret recipes or oh, tips yes. or anything like that we'd yeah. love to hear from them which would be great well, you know. and the big thing um, going to town back then an orange the oranges were particularly really special for children and adults they didn't get oranges throughout the year but for Christmas the orange was a really big treat Oh my goodness, and yeah. now I, I don't even like oranges. <laughs> I, I see so many around the house that you yes, wouldn't think that was a big treat. A big treat was the orange, that, to get the orange. So I suppose, again, they were probably coming from abroad. You know, they'd be so expensive to bring over and to house and everything. But to, uh, the orange at Christmas was really important. Oh my goodness. I and of course, we had parcels then coming and going. So you had parcels from America, from England, mm. and from different uh, parts of the world. And then I remember getting turkeys and posting up the turkeys and not only sending them to London, but sending them to America. And I often wonder... How did the turkey last? I know. How did it, how <laughs> did it get on or how was it received, you know? But it was amazing. Oh, God, yes. Somebody told me uh, one time in England, she was in England and her family from home sent a turkey and other gifts. And there was this beautiful little storybook that she loved but it was covered in in turkey shall we say in in oh. yeah yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> so i think people meant well but the idea of sending a turkey to england or to america probably wasn't it was a bit the, risky yes but in saying that as well sending parcels when is the right time for people to start writing their christmas cards no <laughs> <laughs> i think before before just before the end of november you would have your list, and of course that was a huge thing before, the etiquette of sending cards. Who sent a card last year Yeah, were on the list straight away. Um, then there'd be a kind of, um, maybe somebody you forgot, or a new person that you met mm. over the year, and you'd have people visiting as well, and that was a huge thing. But then, so somebody didn't send a card last year, so you didn't send a card this year, but then they would send a card this year. And that was terrible, and my... My mom would have a list in her head almost of of who and when and how many how many who's up on the list on the Christmas list and who's down and stuff and the cards oh my god they're so lovely they are wonderful oh you can take take them away in a sense because I know people send a lot of either Facebook messages or an email or anything like that but there's nothing nicer in my opinion than having a card and putting I have a box where I put all my birthday cards Christmas cards anything and just looking at them over the years because in ten years time twenty years time. We may not have that person to want to encourage and to have their signature on something is really meaningful. It is beautiful and the message as well, you know, yeah. it really makes a big difference. And, and the handwriting. Oh yeah, which is, and and the older the people, the 
the older the people are, the better their handwriting is because mm-hmm. um, it, that's all they had before, whereas we have typing now. And as well, it made such um, a connection between families as well because, again, you're the people in America, brothers and sisters that probably didn't know each other very well mm-hmm. because the the they'd the have distance. gone off yeah, yeah. and um, but they still kept in contact with the cards and the, the letters and of course the dollars and the checks were important as well come oh on. come on now <laughs> that was the, if you saw an empty card you'd be yeah. like puffing and puffing yeah. <laughs> but Sean I suppose just to, to wrap it up for this week people are going out now they're going to be doing their shopping and after tonight they'll probably say okay 8 December I'm going to go out there now I'm going to either pick my holiday or holly have that ready have my shopping list what should be the first five things on that person's shopping list? The first thing for profit is um, a candle mm. for Christmas Eve. Um, if you haven't your decorations already, maybe something handmade would be nice as well to have importantly. And made locally. And made locally then as well, which would be very important. And um, something for others. Maybe some presents. And again, this be a great tradition, and I'm sure it's all over the Kerry, is buying tins of biscuits. And my mum would buy six tins of biscuits. Her friend would buy six <laughs> tins of biscuits. Another friend. And it was like a mafia. It was just, they were it was just, just around. Them. Yes. <laughs> but it still meant something, you yeah. know. It was very important to buy stuff for other people as well. Mm-hmm. And locally homegrown made food as well. It's very important to buy food from the area, yeah. you know. And buy something for yourself. Oh, as always. And be a little bit indulgent. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> until next week, we'll have more traditions, but make sure that you stay tuned for next week's episode of this because you are in for a treat. Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much, Kaya.